Hi, this is Ted Hager from Novell Open Audio. We're currently in our Winterim shutdown. We'll start our 2007 season in the beginning of February. Until then, we're providing a bunch of mini-episodes, short interviews with various people that you may have heard of on Novell Open Audio before. They're giving us updates, tips, tricks, various other things. And here's one right now. We got Dale Olds and Pat Felstead, the Bandit guys, in for another one of our quick Winterim segments for you. Uh, you might have heard their previous one, which was all about a rather large uh, demonstration that they did with the info card stuff or card space as it's known on Vista. But uh, we're going to jump now right now just to talk to Dale and Pat for just a moment because Dale actually holds a role on OSIS and. This kind of came in interesting because it, it gets into a little bit about uh, getting uh, some standards out there and getting a Microsoft to open up some things uh, or working with them, negotiating with them to open up more things. Dale, tell us, what what is OSIS? OSIS uh, was an initiative. Uh, the name was originally stood for the Open Source Identity Selector. It was started by uh, Johannes Ernst from NetMesh and... Uh, and some Microsoft folks and, and, and some other people uh, just almost a year ago now was the, some of the original discussions. But the, the idea was to try to uh, come up with an open source, a completely open source uh, identity selector, the, the component of what is now called card space uh, that runs in the client uh, and have that be uh, completely uh, open source. There was a number of uh, intellectual property hurdles that had to be overcome uh, and a number of other things. Uh, as of last May, uh, a number of vendors got together and decided to, to uh, gather around OSIS, and, and it has since essentially morphed by September to be the open source identity system, which um, uh, means that what it does is it coordinates all, a number of different projects to try to make sure that they all uh, interoperate so uh, projects like the Bandit project, the Higgins like project, which Bandit, are, we'd expect those two to work together, but what else? Right. Bandit, Higgins, uh, identity providers, uh, STS providers, uh, uh, relying party providers. Uh, there's the XML DAP uh, project uh, as well. Uh, and we're working on providing touchpoint integration for uh, with the info card system to also be able to, to work with the open ID system so there's a number of open initiatives happening but we needed to make sure that we could have a complete end-to-end -end open source uh, implementation that was compatible with Microsoft's card space so we uh, uh, have recently become a working group uh, within uh, the identity Commons uh, where we coordinate. I, I was elected uh, as the steward, uh, which means the, the representative of the OSIS working group to the Stewards Council of Identity Commons, which I get a kick out of. I was nominated by Pete Rowley uh, from Red Hat, and I really appreciate working with Pete. And how, how often do we get a Red Hat guy nominate a, a Novell guy? Well, let me ask this one, though. Was this one of those things where he was dodging it because he didn't want to get nominated himself? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea, but I... Let's we, stick Dale with this. <laughs> we, work, we work very well with, uh, there's representatives on that council from, uh, from just about, or on OSIS from just about all major vendors um, in this space, uh, including Pete. Uh, 
uh, IBM, Oracle, Sun, uh, Verisign. There's uh, an, a large number of vendors represented and we work together to try to make sure that we can have complete open source implementations uh, of the InfoCard system. And that's pretty cool because this is going to make interop in the identity area just a lot better if it's in open source rather than a lot of people collaborating behind the scenes. You know, it changes the vendor relationships of past into a much more modern well, format. It's one of the things I really like about working with the Identity Commons, and I think it, the Identity Commons is becoming rapidly the gathering point of all the identity projects uh, for collaboration and, and uh, OSIS being the kind of the open source implementation working group of that system. But that everything is done in the open. Even the Stewards Council meetings, um, there, there's nothing, nothing in private. It's following open source development for essentially a standards process itself or a collaboration process itself. Pop quiz for you guys then. What is Murphy's golden rule? Okay, that's what I thought. He who has the gold makes the rules. And in this case, it's Microsoft, of course. They have the majority of desktops out there. They've also got huge amounts of server infrastructure with applications that run on Microsoft server systems. They make a lot of the rule, that means, as far as authentication goes. Card space, info card, is a lot about that. How do we get them to actually, because you mentioned to me, Dale, that there was uh, so you play some role in stating which standards Microsoft should be opening up or requesting that. How's that process work? What have you managed to get accomplished? How is Microsoft co cooperating on opening up some of this stuff? Well, I think most people uh, have seen the uh, what's referred to as the open specification promise that uh, Microsoft published in uh, um, uh, September, and a number of even open source legal uh, thing, legal experts that I've read their commentary say that this is actually a very groundbreaking promise, that this was uh, even set an example for how companies should handle a promise to uh, not um, uh, prosecute patents. Basically, it, it, it takes patents out of the situation for anyone implementing a certain set of specifications. It's a, a, a very progressive kind of agreement. Um, the thing is that what the, uh, the OSP, the Open Specification Promise, covers is most of the WSTAR protocols. Uh, we actually need more uh, information from Microsoft, uh, and we're in the process of, of negotiating that. That's a, it's a political process uh, for how to get that done. So how, how does that work, though, for, for you as, as, like, in a steward role or anything? You end up I interfacing with Microsoft, saying to them, hey, we need this opened up and this opened up, or, and then what, what do they do, tell you no, or do they, I mean, how does that all work? Um, well, OSIS, really what we do is collaboration uh, among projects. We really are not a legal entity such that we can make judgments on intellectual property uh, kind of issues. However, constituent projects constituent projects can so for instance in this case the Higgins uh, project which is uh, an Eclipse project has published on their site their open response to the open specification promise um, at this point we're waiting for Microsoft's response to the response so uh, I see so you're doing sort of this public open letter process with them where you guys said that you would be opening this stuff up. We need these types of interfaces opened, and they're not yet. 
and then Microsoft, you're waiting for them to respond to that kind of thing. Now, we're not, we're not sitting around waiting. We have plenty of other things to do. We'd love to be working on implementing support for OpenID, for example, uh, other things as well. Uh, so it's not like we're, we're just sitting waiting, but uh, it is exactly as you said, some of an open process of, of negotiation um, uh, on, on how the implementation proceeds in some areas. If they uh, leave some areas closed, then we have the standard open source mechanisms for dealing with that. We code something else, we code around it, um, we come up with an alternate system if we have to. Right. Okay. So that's 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 really interesting stuff, though, because it do, does it show? Do you feel like it shows? I mean, you already mentioned that they put out this uh, this statement in September. Do you feel like they're actually making good on that statement? Like they're even if it's a kicking and screaming slowly process or crawling along kind of thing, are they actually making good on that? Have they opened up many of the specs that you guys need access to, and that the open source free software world needs access to in order to better interoperate on the authentication side? I um, uh, I know on a personal level, I, I assume Microsoft is a well, I know Microsoft is a large company uh, similar to. Uh, Novell, uh, well, actually much larger than Novell, but uh, any large company Orders is going to have... Orders of magnitude larger. <laughs> ...is going to have, have uh, groups of people within it, uh, a structure, so it's hard to say what Microsoft thinks or how Microsoft behaves or how Novell behaves. But from my personal interaction with uh, many of the, the leaders of the identity system uh, development at, uh, at Microsoft, especially Kim Cameron and Mike Jones... Uh, I think they are very uh, helpful. Uh, they they understand that passport didn't work. They understand why, and they want the, they understand that that identity has to be per- pervasive and interoperable. And I believe they're doing their their absolute best to design a useful system and make it open to everyone. And do they also understand that you know ultimately it's the individuals, not even the companies or anything like that, that own these identities? I mean, does do do you get that impression as well? Well, I, I, especially in uh, Kim's work, he's one of the most outspoken proponents for user centric identity uh, for exactly those reasons. Very nice, very nice. Well, Dale, thanks very much. Pat, we didn't get much out of you on this time. Do you want to just say hi to everyone? Hi. Okay. Thanks very much, guys.